Hey everybody, before we start today's episode, I wanted to give a couple of shout outs. First, I wanted to thank Houston area rapper OA for creating the theme song to our podcast. You can find all of his info in the show notes. Also, I wanted to give a thank you to Grand Rapids area comedian Carl Sobel for creating the artwork for our podcast. If you are in the Grand Rapids area, please check this guy out. He is hilarious. Finally, if you haven't already done so, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. You may even hear your review in a future episode of the podcast. All right, enough with me. Let's get into today's episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Notes McGoats podcast with your hosts, Brandon Alberta and Steve Madol. I hope you put your heavy duty denim on because this podcast is a knee slapper. Welcome, everybody, to Friday. Happy Friday. We are the Notes My Goats podcast. I am Brandon. And I'm Steve. And this is episode 16, day nine of our 12 pods of Christmas. Man, we are finishing up the third week. Moving right along. We are moving right along. With a good one this this time. This is a good one. We are finishing the week well. Yes. Honestly. Uh, Started the week off-ish. Yeah. We had a middle of the week that was a whole bunch of bass. Yeah. And then this one, no, this, this one, one I think, is going to be this, good. This guys. was an also a, this this whole it's a Brandon week. We're going to go Brandon week. It is a Brandon week. And uh I agreed to this one though. You did. The last two, I let him have those. You last said two. yes. Yeah, you just said yes. But I actually did agree to this one yeah. and was uh, was on board with this album. So um Yeah, what are we doing? Oh yeah, probably should tell them, right? Probably should. I yeah. mean, if they haven't seen the artwork so, yet. Guys, we are doing the Christmas album, very original title, I know, by Leslie Odom Jr., friend of the podcast. Leslie friend of the Odom. podcast, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had, he had posted something about how it came out and on Instagram, and so I commented and just said, hey man, we've listened to your album, we really like it, we are actually planning on doing it on our podcast here in December, and he replied, thanks. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna definitely tag him in this one, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I plan to. Friend of the pod, I plan Leslie on Odom actually Jr. probably sharing it directly with him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why not? I don't. His people will probably see it. I'm sure he doesn't do his own Instagram. He might. Maybe. Instagram is weird, man. I think people do their own Instagram. Yeah. But not their own Twitter. Well. Well. Anyway, back to the said. good thing. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. So, Steve, how? Give us the the, the logistics of this album, my okay. man. Okay. Yeah, breaking some stuff down. So Leslie Odom Jr., you guys know him, you love him. You well, you may not know his name. This is Aaron Burr from Hamilton. Um, if you weren't aware. Aaron Burr, sir. Aaron Burr, sir. He's he's been around for a little bit though. Uh released in two thousand or in two thousand twenty, just recently, November sixth, guys. So it's only been out for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. This is his fourth album. The album itself is ten tracks. Yep. Uh, 32 minutes. A good 32 minutes. A good minutes. 32 minutes. 32 minutes that you goes do by not, fast. It goes by fast and you it's not wasted. No, no. It's, at all. There's no time wasted in this album at all. Everything is done yeah. concise and with your time and his time taken well advantage of. It, it, it rests where it needs to rest, but it is yep. it moves right along and it's a, it's a really good listen. For those 32 minutes, I did listen to all 32 minutes twice. Oh my goodness, Steve, you're turning into me. 
twice. Yeah, I, I've obviously listened to it more, but I've I listened to it more than my what I wanted to or mm-hmm. what I normally do for the pod mm-hmm. because I like it. This one's gonna get mixed into my group for sure. My my Christmas uh, yeah. my Christmas foray kind of that that run. Um, for sure, we did recently do Christmas at my house. Uh, I guess when when recording this because this is weird if it's like the third week of December and I'm just putting my Christmas tree up. Yeah. But um, right. we did our Christmas tree second week in November. Yeah. Yeah. So it's up now, ready to go. Yeah. Rock and roll. Heck yeah. So we, but I listened to a little, I had a couple of the tracks on, uh, I think they popped up on Pandora. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Well, and there's, there's another track that I noticed too, uh, when we're recording this, that it's, they're starting to pop up on, uh, holiday commercials. Oh, is it already? Uh, oh. the, the opening track, Snow. Oh, yeah. It's starting to come oh, up on, on, uh, on, uh, I think, uh, like a car commercial, I think. Okay. Maybe. I don't remember exactly, what but I know that like I've seen it on TV. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be surprised. It's 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 done. It's done with commercial commercial appeal at least. Yeah. Oh, for sure. How much do you know about Leslie Odom Jr.? Not a whole lot, other than Aaron Burr. Um, I did listen to one of his other album from either I think it was 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to that one, so he's definitely got that jazz kind of yes. vibe to him. Yes. Very similar to Mike Bubble, kinda. But different. But more, different. More in the I don't know how like Sammy Davis. Yeah. But Probably. not not as Sammy was more like bar scene like yeah this is this is more in. of the like Arnie the Arnie's uh, I don't know that's bad because Arnie's is trash but like the piano bar yeah very elegant where you maybe like a cigar bar mm-hmm. you could see him being just kind of or like a just a nightclub where it's more just laid back with like wine more of like a wine club yeah I guess more of that just kind of laid back feel hitting up the small stage spotlight on him kind of maybe like a ryan reynolds in uh la la land yeah i don't know no i would see i could see i don't know what i'm saying something where he's he's more of a just a a nightclub guy not not really a dance club just a nightclub singer yeah uh kind of back in the you know 60s 70s where he's gonna go be up there with a band and kind of do his thing yeah but not not as crooner ish as like sammy davis was so sure um, not really, because Sammy, Sammy was kind of a caricature on stage. He was. And I don't think that was actually him a lot of the time. I think it was, he was kind of playing a part because that's what we had to do. Yeah. To be with be with Frank and, and D. Martin and uh, everybody. So right. a little bit about him. He's, uh, again, this is, this is his fourth album. Uh, multiple TV and movie credits. He's been in on stage, obviously, a few times. Um, recently, it was in the TV show Smash um, on uh, Fox. Yeah. Um, yeah. And currently, he's got a couple of movies in production. One is actually getting ready to come out uh, next or this month. Actually, we are in December. It's called One Night in Miami. And he actually plays Sam Cooke, the singer. Um, and the, the, the story behind this movie is it's actually a meeting between Sam Cooke, Malcolm X, and Muhammad Ali after Muhammad Ali beats Sonny Liston in, uh, one of the, in, the, in the big boxing match where you see Muhammad Ali standing over Sonny Liston. Yep. It takes place directly after that and kind of breaks down some different things. But the cool thing about this movie is uh, Leslie Odom is actually getting Oscar buzz for it. Movie hasn't come out yet. It's actually been been pre-released to, to critics and whatnot. Sure. But it's uh it's got like a, a high 90s rating on Rotten Tomatoes even before. Wow. So it's been reviewed almost a hundred times. It's in a high 90s. It's like 90, yeah. 93, 94. Okay. Um, yeah. Already. That's... So looks like it's gonna be a decent movie. It's supposed to come out. I think it's coming out via Amazon. So okay. if they charge you for it, or if it's gonna be one of their just like massive releases because who knows what the rona sure. right now yeah rest in peace movie theaters i'm sorry yeah it ain't happening no more guys no you're just 
getting to figure something else out. This is coming out, so we'll see what happens there. But I, uh, yeah, that I thought that was very interesting. He's kind of jumping off stage, going to the big screen. Um, he made he did go big screen a few years back with the uh, Agatha Christie film adaptation of yeah Midnight Orient Express. Right? Yeah, that one. Right? He was on that one. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I didn't watch that one, so I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, check that, yeah. That we hit out. the yeah. Right, uh, my wife and I hit the theater for that one. Oh, how was it? Was fun. It was. I mean, it's obviously one of those where you know you you watch it once and you don't need to watch it again because you know how Murder to, on the Orient Express. Murder on the Orient Express. And he actually is in a movie which came out just last year called Harriet Two, uh, where he plays William Still. Oh, um, that uh, Harriet Tubman, right? Harriet Tubman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but I'd be interested in seeing that one too. Yeah. So yeah, let's kind of get going on the on the tracks here so i kind of mentioned it earlier the opening track snow i think is really a good fit to start the album yes it would have been a favorite or a dark horse of mine but i have a tendency to pick the first track of a lot of albums when i like them as my favorites uh, yeah it, it, took, draw, it did draw me in yeah for sure uh it, it kind of gets you into the mood and it definitely draws you in um it, it's definitely a good song uh to hit lead off mm-hmm. for sure what do you got so I had two favorites, and that wasn't my favorite. But it I wasn't your favorite, one. so I no. go through kind of just notes. I I kind of broke it down because of this podcast. We're trying to do them in a little bit more of a concise manner as the pod, keeping them around twenty five minutes the most part we can. I just kind of jumped into favorites, least favorites, sure. dark horse, and my overall. Yeah, I did did really enjoy the album all across the board. I loved it absolutely. Um, my favorite, I had two. Okay, um, I had only Zyme. So I loved the acoustic stripped down version of the song. Yeah. That was very simple. The the how it was composed. It's basically just Leslie Odom. Did he himself. it sounded like he recorded it on his phone? It it did sound like that. It and was, maybe it was. It was, was kind of scratchy. It was kind of a little bit not as overproduced as some of the other albums we listened to, the Christmas albums. Yeah. It was done very stripped down, mm-hmm. minimal music, yeah. but just powerful. And it's a song that you don't normally hear on a Christmas album. No. And it's the for all acquaintance be for God. Like, yeah. it's, it was just good. I I loved. I kind of loved it. I felt like it was a good spot in the in the, in the album. It kind of brought everything down. Yeah. Towards the end, but it wasn't the last song either. I just I felt I loved it. I, I listened to that song probably three or four times. Oh, for sure. Just because it caught me. My other one that I felt was my favorite was Melikimikimaka, Hawaiian Christmas song. And the reason that I get it, it's it came song, out of nowhere. It did. And I had I, I saw it on the track listing before I even got to it. I went, oh man. That can go one of two ways. It's going to go really, really bad yeah. or really good. Right. So this song by itself is already cheesy and dopey. Right. But it reminds me of Christmas Vacation. And I felt like he made it less cheesy by by kind of bringing a little bit jazzy, a little bit more kind of bringing, bringing some coolness factor to it. Yeah. But the fact that he did it and had fun with it, he was having fun with this song. You can actually... Some people, when people sing, you can, and people talk, people sing, you can, you can hear the joy or the smile in their voice as they're singing. And you could almost hear him like smiling or giggling a little bit as he's singing this yeah. ridiculously cheesy song. Right. So I, I kind of, I just loved the, the, the childlike kind of wonder joy that he was having while doing this song that's way below him in a song, but sure, just it was fun. Had a good time with it. And it, he didn't take himself too seriously on an album that just, Christmas albums kind of go one of two ways. They're going to go super duper serious or kind of have some fun, be lighthearted. And I I felt like he did really well in this song. I completely, I agree. Uh, My favorite track was The Little Drummer Boy. Uh, Because there was a... That was the choir, wasn't it? He had the South African choir called, uh, probably going to butcher it, but like uh, Zansi or Mazansi, the Mazansi Youth Choir. 
um, performed, uh, and they they really brought a different element to it. The choir, obviously being a South African choir, you get that African vibe, which hundred percent was sweet. Yeah, it was super good, Loved and it. It, I love that rendition. So for me, that that one that one hit as my favorite track. Yeah. So let's go least. So my least was it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Same Z's. Really? Yep. So I like I like jazz music. I really do. Yeah. I I felt like the tempo of this song was too slow and that you can take your own artist kind of way, do it and do it, do it your own way. Yeah. But I felt like by slowing this down and getting every word out in total, like as it's like with all by itself, it loses some of the flair. Yeah, um, of the song, like you take a a pretty popular Christmas song, and you put your own spin on it, you're really rolling the dice because it can go really bad or really good. Right. And I felt like this one, they they slowed it down too much. They went a little too stylistic with it, and yeah. just didn't get there. I did write like "Oh Holy Night" was so much better, and like yeah. that was one of the ones that like. You could have you could have did this a lot better, but I, I understand it. I understand why he did it. It was a chance. He took took a chance on it. Oh, absolutely. Took a yeah. chance on a lot of these songs, and a lot of them. I mean, ninety percent of the album hit, and this one wasn't terrible. But I had to find a least favorite uh, to give this one its kind of its full glory. It was an album I really really loved. Yeah. Really really loved. I had to kind of get. I had to find one, and this was the one for me. I completely agree with you, and I'm just going to piggyback off of it and give a little bit more the musical background of jazz a little mm-hmm. bit for 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 those who don't know so in jazz you have the opportunity to so you've got like you know, a four part but you got like one two three four in jazz it's kind of like uh one uh two uh three uh four slower. so you slower and you've got that a little bit of delay uh it's called l- being laid back in the pocket that's kind of the term that we that jazz musicians use so the beat was there and then vocally, he has the opportunity to then lay on top of that. And the way that he lays the vocals on top of the... He was delaying his words a little too much, in my opinion. And it just... And I mean, I'm just piggybacking off of you and just getting more technical with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate it. It was just weird how he just landed the words. behind. He seemed just too behind the beat and not really... In jazz, you can be behind the beat, but he seemed to be... If it was on beat four, he seemed to be on beat like two and three quarters. Like it was that kind of, in my opinion. So that was, for me, it was just a weird thing that he did. He tried it. I mean, maybe he loved it. I don't know. But that for me was just, yeah. you know. And and Mr. Odom, if you're listening to this, explain. Let us know what, what, the, what the reasoning was behind it. We'd love to honestly hear about it. So let us know if we suck. Uh, well, we, we do. I know. We definitely do. Yeah. So we're going to go into deep cuts. Yep. I'm going to go first on this one. Okay, go if ahead. If you're good. No, fine. That. So my deep cut is actually that Maz song. Okay. So there's piano to it, and you can just kind of listen to it. It's just peaceful instrument, and when you match that with the duetted vocals and the diction, it's it's the song in a different language. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tracks, I think, seven. So, yeah. And the way that they their enunciation of the lyrics is just so on point. It's not even a typical U.S. Christmas song. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't really look into the lyrics of it, but it was beautifully performed and one that I would say take a listen to if you appreciate quality vocal chops from Leslie and whoever featured with 
him on that one. Mm-hmm. So that for me was my deep cut. I had two deep cuts. Okay. Um, one was a cover and one I don't believe is a cover. I think it's an actual original. We went through top five Christmas songs a couple weeks ago. First Ye- week one, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, week one. Saturday, week one. Yeah. This dude did last Christmas and did it well. He did. And as a jazz e singer, mm-hmm. still put some synth in there. There was some 80s vibe oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. this. Yeah. So he brings the 80s cheese completely out of the song. Like it was there. It was 80s cheese in there all ready to go. Kept the synth. Not only did he do that, but so not many people, not many singers can do George Michael proud. Right. Not many of them can actually hit the notes and hit the the kind of the vibe that George Michael was able to do on many of his songs. But this one was kind of just as it's, it's, it's wham, but Odin does his damnedest to kind of rock this one out and do it. Yeah. And he, he did it really well. I, I give him full props on, on last Christmas, my other one and probably my, my, my dark horse, my, my biggest deep cut this album is the last track is Uh, heaven and earth. It was the perfect end of the album. That's exactly what I said. So, so smooth, but filled with emotion he actually lets it fly yeah here he he lets it build and just builds it up so you get you get his whole voice you get everything he's got he's given you he ends the album hitting the notes and going high and just building you up mm-hmm. to kind of let you in snow kind of brought you in so okay we're gonna have a good album here heaven and earth because kind of makes you want to get up and move and go and just it oh, it's so good i loved that track yeah, no, I completely agree. I, I said that it was a great song to end on. It kind of wrapped the album up nicely. And in all honesty, it kind of took you to church. That choir was amazing. Yeah. All of his features on this album were spot on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he did, he picked them. He probably had a say. I would hope so. But whoever picked these features did a phenomenal job. It was just amazing. The, the, the way that things are arranged in here, the way that things are done and composed and the music that's put behind them, it's done with a purpose. And that song just starts off so slow. It kind of builds that choir comes in and then he just builds from there and it just goes. And it's absolutely, it's, it's it just gives you chills. Gives yeah. You goosebumps. Right. So I think we're, Oh, I've got one more. I got a question for you, Steve. Shoot. Just to kind of end here. Who is a better Christmas vocalist? Mike Bubble or Leslie Odom Jr.? Oh, we're not going to get Bill Hung in there? It's Bill Hung week. Oh, man. No. Damn it. Or are they just so... And the reason why I asked is because, I, for me, I kind of put them driving in the same lane to some degree. But maybe to you, they're, they're just two very different. I don't know. They are different. They are different. They're kind of cut from a similar cloth, but yeah. they are different. Personally, I think I think uh, Mike Bubble right now has got a little bit of a heads up on, on Leslie Odom. Yeah. And it's only because Christmas is kind of Mike's game. It is. When you think Christmas, the face, he's the face of Buble, Christmas. Buble is is kind of, he is Christmas. He is him and him and Josh Groban. And I'm Tim sh- Allen. Thank you for not having me do Josh Groban this year. I, Maybe I next year. You. But uh, mm-hmm. Mike Buble is kind of Christmas sure. for this type, this type of singer. Yeah. Um, do I think that Leslie Odom can overtake it or come alongside him? And B, I would love a duet album. That'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. But I I think that he could eventually either overtake or come alongside as a 1A Yeah. if he does something else. And we'll see how this one does commercially, successfully, since sure. it's already on TV a little bit. Yeah. I think he has the vocal chops and the charisma to get there. 
And the popularity. He's got the popularity behind him, too. Yeah. I don't... What what doesn't go for Leslie Odom is he's not Canadian, and he can't win the Canadian Grammy for a Christmas album. That's, that um, is true. Because old Buble, the nicest people in the world, gave a Christmas album. But you will album. also never see Michael Buble in Hamilton. No. Not even as King George. It'd be a fun King George for a minute, though. He, I don't know how he'd handle it. You'll be back. I don't know. That don't was know. my worst Michael Bublé yes, impression ever. I mean, my Trump Canadian. impression was better. He's, he's Canadian, so he'll uh, he'll say it's okay. You'll be back, gay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, soon you'll see. Soon, soon, soon you'll see. Poor Canada. We can't go you'll there right now, so it's okay. You guys won't let us in. I I understand why, but eventually let us back because we really want to have some poutine and make fun of the Maple Leafs. It's true, though. Yeah. Get it? That was terrible. That was a or hashtag. or Canada will make will make you a trade. Canada, you guys give us Mike Buble. We give you Lars Ulrich. Great deal. It is a great deal. Unless you you have Napster there because he ruined it. He did. Screw you, Lars. We will probably also give you uh, a discount on on the Beebs, too. Yeah, you can have him back. Yeah, you can take him back. He's broken now. Yeah, he is. So you can have him back. He's broken. (laughs) We're keeping Jim Carrey, though. You guys can't have him. No. You can still have Brian Adams. We'll give him back to you, too. Sure. What is he doing nowadays? I have no idea. So, uh, yeah, so let's get into Rating? ratings of this thing. Ratings. Okay. Yeah. I'll go first. Sure. Get this one done. I don't want to get it done. I wanted to listen to it more. I know it. Um, I gave uh, this one an eight, and I only gave it an eight because I wish it was longer. I'm, this is the weirdest thing in the world. I actually wanted more Christmas music, which I don't normally, and I felt like his his album being at 32 minutes was a perfect run, but I wanted more. Yeah. Um, so I, I gave it an eight, hoping that maybe he'll give us some more. And I have to go check out some of his other stuff now because I just I kind of fell fell for it. Yeah, we'll definitely throw in his other albums in 2021. Yeah. It's gonna be that's gonna be an easy one to add. For sure. Uh I also gave him an eight out of ten. Could have I wanted more. I don't think he could have gone more. He gave us everything. Yeah. Thought it was just a, a fantastic album. Uh Close definitely. Bill Hung. Yeah. It's gonna be one of those uh albums that stays with me. For a long time, yeah. I it's like I said, it's, it's gonna mix into my mind too. I've I've picked a couple of them up throughout this, and uh, this one is definitely going to mix into my uh, my holiday repertoire going Absolutely. forward. And I, like I said, hopefully he does more, and we can get some more out of it and get some plays in here. But yeah. please check it out. This is one that um, we really do recommend. Uh, I know we told you not to listen to Instincts, and if you were gonna feel froggy to check out Bill Hung, but um, this one is d- definitely a a push uh we do recommend if think of it out of 20 yeah. uh he got 16 out of 20 so it's it's a it's a great start here and what can go and i think even listen to it more they it, this this could grow and could get on a lot of people's actual list for christmas music so yep absolutely that I agree. being said we are at the end of week three. Oh, One man. more to go we are almost the big the santa's big day we are and coming. we're yeah we're and that's where it's going to end I'll let you know. Christmas yeah, Day. It ends Christmas Day. Uh, we, we, you know, we contemplated pushing it through until the new year, but I think it makes sense to just end on Christmas. Yep. 12 pods of Christmas. 12 pods of Christmas. Ends right on Christmas Day. So that's what you guys are going to get. You're going to get another three episodes, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Friday will be a, be fun, a fun one. one. That'll sure. be a good one. We're excited for that one. Yep. So. So where can they find us on social media? Because we do want to hang out with you guys on social media. Absolutely. So you can find us on Facebook. Just search the Notes from Goats podcast. Look for our lovely pal, Nate the Goat. He is eating a record, probably Pentatonix or Luke Bryan or Metallica. So uh, do that. Almost always Metallica. Yep. 
And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at NotesMagoatsPod. You can always feel free to email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We love to hear from you. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, if we were to push any platform, it would be uh, Apple, Apple and Spotify, mainly Apple. Give us five-star rating. Write a review. That helps us grow in the charts, become more popular. Also, tell your friends. Uh, share the content. Invite them to like our pages. Interact with us. That's what we want to do. Um, and shout out to the one person in Australia who checked us out. The, yeah, I was just checking the specs, and we have so we've got a lot of people, obviously, uh, in in the United States. Makes sense. We still have our one. F- we still have our one uh, fellow Singapore? supporter supporter in Singapore. And then just as of uh, a couple days from ago from this recording, we have one from Australia. So Sweet. shout out to you uh, guys. And if, if you, you are Chris Hemsworth, just please reach out. Absolutely. I mean, or whoever you are, honestly, reach weird. out. If you've listened to us and you're from Australia, Singapore, or just from another state um, and we don't actually know you, let us know. Dude, it might be Hugh. If it was Hugh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah. I would make that weird. It's okay, though. No, it's fine. But yeah, so that that is it, guys. That is our socials. That is who we are. Uh, we hope that you are enjoying these podcasts. We love putting them out. Yes. Uh, if we didn't have day jobs and did this more, we'd probably be able to do three podcasts a week normally. Yeah. But we'll go back to this one. We'll go back to the four a, four a month when we... One a week when we get back to it. But... Yeah, so this has been the Notes Goats podcast, episode 16, day nine of the Notes Goats podcast. Uh, I am Brandon. I'm Steve. And you guys have a wonderful weekend. Merry Christmas, guys.